It is April 25th, 2016, and we are Five Takes Sports Podcast. Today's episode, we talk about the NFL and all the trades that are going down leading up to the NFL draft this Thursday. We'll talk about the NBA playoffs and all the situations that are happening there. Will Steph Curry be out for a long time, and how will that fare for the Golden State Warriors in the playoffs? And after that, we'll hit a little bit about soccer and then talk about Major League Baseball and steroid era. Today on our panel, we have four bright minds all throughout different cities. So we're going to start off first with Jordan. What up? How's it going, Jordan? You excited? Not really. I'm not very prepared for this, to be honest. So um, that's what we want to hear. Hey, man. That's how we roll. <laughs> then we also got Goose. The Gusmeister. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and we got John. Hey, guys. This is Big John right here. Hope you guys enjoy this podcast. Big John, and then we also have Leo. Leo, the two-time NFL fantasy champion. Well, well you haven't won twice. What a Two-time. Hey, two times <laughs> in one year. Uh, th- hey, does the first year count? Because I won that, even though it was free. I still won that one. All right, we're gonna start off first with the NFL. In the NFL, we've had trades leading up to this NFL draft. More trades than we've seen in quite some time. The Titans and the Browns have traded out of the number one and the number two picks, respectively. The question is, as we lead to this Thursday's draft, was it a good idea for both the Titans and the Browns to trade down? Leo, what do we think? I do believe it was a good idea for both the Titans and the Browns to trade down. Um, the only time I think that you ever need a pick at the very top of the draft is when you are going to need to draft a quarterback. Uh, the Titans just drafted one. The Browns acquired RG3. And about RG3, I'm not sure why people are labeling him as a bust, but we all know the talent is there, and he hasn't had any off-the-field issues like Josh Gordon or Johnny Manziel. And I believe in Hugh Jackson's ability to strain him out and get him to where he needs to be. So now both teams are going to have a lot of a lot more picks to be able to strengthen many of their areas of need. Those are my thoughts. And he has a playoff appearance. Jordan, I'm, what do you think about that? I'm glad they traded down. They don't, I mean, they're, they're set in quarterback. They just got a good running back. They're young. I mean, those are two key spots, in my opinion, to be honest. Other than that, I mean, you can get a good lineman, good defensive back, you know, later down the, the draft. So, I mean, do they need the first two, three picks? No. Uh, the two key positions, they're, they're set with that. So I'm glad they traded down, and uh, it'll be worth it for them in the long run, for sure. Good, Jordan. John, what do you think about that? Better deal for the Titans or the Browns, or bad deal for both? No, I believe the both teams got good deals. They both teams got a lot of draft picks, especially the Titans. There's a lot of players this draft. You can probably pick up a good player in the top 15. And I believe the Browns, uh, with R- with RG3 now on the team, uh, they can make him shine again. So, yeah, if I was uh, both of those teams, I would have for sure made those uh, draft. Uh... Hey, we should have both like three minutes wait, ago. Wait, what the wait, hell? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Good job, John. <laughs> no, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Let me finish up. So, yeah, if I was both of those teams, I would have for sure made those uh, trades. Cool. We all seem to be in a consensus that the Titans and the Browns did good in trading down. What about for the teams that traded up for those? Would the Rams and the Eagles be in the same boat? Do they have a good scenario here in trading up? Was it a smart move, Leo? 
I don't think so. They definitely need – they're both teams that need quarterbacks, but the, the Eagles already invested a ton of money on two quarterbacks this year, and I guess the Rams are in a better position since they are going to be able to get their first pick at quarterback, but I don't really think um, any of the quarterbacks in, the, in this year's draft are worth – uh, all those picks, um, such as Andrew Luck or RG3, might have been worth it a couple years ago. So, no, I think they got a bad deal. Jordan, what do we think about that? Um, I honestly, I always think it's a good deal when team trades down, but I feel like every every time a t- team trades up, it's kind of kind of sucks for them, to be honest. I don't necessarily think it's a good deal. I don't know. It's kind of weird. But, no, I don't think the Eagles should have done that, to be honest. They already have Sam Bradford. Um, they have probably uh, top ten running backs in uh, Ryan Matthews there, so uh, <laughs> trading up for a, a possibly a quarterback was a bad choice. But I don't think they're going to quarterback. But you know, topic for another for another day. John, what do you think? Um, I don't think I would have had given away that many draft pick if draft picks if I was the Rams. But and for the Eagles, I th- I think uh, it was good for them. Keep in mind that we often diss the Redskins for trading down their pick a few years ago in 2012, but even though the Rams may have gotten a lot of more quality players out of that, it is the Redskins that have two playoff appearances ever since, and the Rams have none. Something to think about there. In the NBA, Steph Curry got injured in Game 1 against the Houston Rockets of the first series, quarterfinals. He messed up his foot. They sat him down for two games. They lost Game 3. Put him back in there for game four, and the worst thing imaginable could have happened is he's messed up his knee, sprained it, got an MRI. He's going to be out for at least two weeks. Will the Warriors be able to finish their historic season if Curry is out for the rest of the playoffs, or will they be the 2007 Patriots of the NBA? Jordan, what do you think? I, I didn't know he was going to be out for two weeks. That's two unfortunate. Weeks. So in the, in the two-week span, like how many games would they play? Another, another series? At another least, season? yeah, if they can get through the Rockets. I mean, oh, they'll definitely beat the Rockets for sure, but who would be the next opponent after the Rockets if they, well, once they beat them? Because, I mean, it depends. I mean, God. It probably be the Clippers. Oh, okay, Ooh. yeah, no, they got the Clippers too. Clippers suck, so. Uh, I think they'll be okay, to be honest, especially if they can milk the series, uh, send it for a couple games, even though, I mean, I honestly think they can sweep the, Clipper, the Clippers if they really tried, but they should just milk it, maybe lose one or two on purpose just to give uh, Curry enough time to come back to, for the... A conference final. John, what do you think about that? I disagree with Jordan. I think the Clippers are really are really playing good right now, and uh, you got to keep in mind too that if they beat the, if they do happen to beat the Clippers, um, they go against the Spurs most likely after that. I don't think they they would be able to beat the Spurs if, with without uh, Curry on the team. Yeah, and the Spurs had a historic season themselves that got overshadowed by the Warriors season. Leo, what do you think? I do think that they're going to be able to get over the Rockets. Uh, they're 3-1 and one in the series right now, so I don't think any team would ever lose a, a game on purpose, but it would be in their best interest to lose the next game, if not the next two games, um, and then beat them out in the, in the fourth, or in the seventh game, I guess. Um, so that Steph Curry does have time to heal. And I think they're pretty confident that he's going to return in two weeks. So he should be able to he should be able to actually like use this as an advantage and be rested for the next round. Well, we'll see how it turns out for the Warriors and for the remainder of this series and whoever they go up against next. And we'll see how they use Steph Curry. In the MLB, the Padres are off to another difficult season, start of the season, as they are at the bottom of the NL West once again. 
despite cleaning house and starting over with AJ Preller as general manager just in 2014. Is it time again for the Padres to clean house and begin despite just hiring AJ Preller? What do you think, John? Well, you know what? I like G. Preller. Uh, he's done something uh, no GM from Padres has done, at least from what I remember. Last year they took a, a big risk signing all those big names. But you know what? It made the Padres baseball way more exciting than what we have seen, of, at least for the last decade. Yeah, and I think they're actually beginning to rebuild this year. Um, they didn't make a lot of uh, moves on the offseason, but... Uh, I think with a a couple more years, they'll be you'll be able to see all the the progress. Jordan, what do you think about that? You think they should clean house or just continue with the sinking ship? No, so I don't think it's necessarily time to to start fresh all over again. They just did it. Uh, I think it's gotta work out. Obviously, I mean, you're not gonna be successful in the first year. So, uh, like Jonathan said, bringing up both Uptons last year, Matt Camp, that was good. Unfortunately, one of them left. And uh, Potter started off to a bad start of the season against the Dodgers, but I'm sure they'll pick it up in the next couple of years. They just gotta don't mean you know, they, they gotta be they gotta be able to spend the big bucks to get the big players and obviously have a good run. Is that what this is? Is this an issue of the Padres just not willing to spend that money, or is it something else? Is there just don't, poor decisions being made with that money? Don't get me started, man. But all the San Diego teams have got to learn to spend the big bucks, Chargers included. All right. Well, we'll see if they can turn it around as we start off and continue this MLB season. Still young, still time, but not looking good so far. The UEFA Champions League. We are off to the semifinals. Barcelona, one of the favorites, is out. We are down to just the final four teams. Semifinals kick off tomorrow. Who do you predict will win the championship and why, Jordan? Uh, dude, so my team was Barcelona. So unfortunately, they lost to Atletico. It happens, you know. Best teams have a bad day. You know, it is what it is. But I think Bayern's going to win it. Um, it's going to be Pep... Guardiola's last year with the team, so I think he's gonna, you know, he's that type of coach that he'll he'll leave with the bang and uh, take the champions to to Munich one last time. John, what do you think? You know what? I'm gonna have for City. Uh, the reason is that this is the first time in their history uh, that they came this far. Uh, you know what? I'm, I think they're gonna surprise everyone and go all the way. John, going with the surprise pick. Goose, what are your take on it? Um, I definitely think that uh, Bayern Munich is the, the team to beat, but um, I'm going to go ahead and pick Real Madrid. I do believe they have the strongest 11. Um, they have the best player in the tournament. Um, he's a goal shy, Cristiano Ronaldo, of um, breaking his own record. Um, you have a BBC at 100%, a Farnet at all cylinders, and um, I see them, you know, beating Manchester City fairly easy. Um, okay, so you each picked your winner. So who do you have in the final match? Well, for sure, uh, Real Madrid and Bayern Munich. I think it's going to be the final, 100%. Um, but I see Munich edging out Real Madrid. I'm going to go ahead and disagree. Um, I think Real Madrid will actually beat Bayern Munich in the in the Champions League final. You know what? I'm not... I'm going to go ahead and uh, go with the, the two underdogs here, Atletico and City. Yeah, so as we can recall, uh, Real Madrid won the tournament two years ago, and Bayern Munich won the tournament three years ago. So I would like to see those uh, new teams go go head-to-head -head and see uh, who's going to take it this year. All right, we'll see how it turns out. Again, semifinal start off tomorrow. In the NFL, going back to the NFL again. Wait, 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 Adam, what are your thoughts on it? 
I think Bayern Munich is going to take it. Thank you. P.S. Davo is a Real Madrid fan, so just discard <laughs> anything he said about this. A little biased. In the NFL, again, the draft is on this Thursday. We're just three days away from it. We already know what the Rams and the Eagles are presumably going to do with those first two picks. That leaves the Chargers in a very unique position because they essentially have the number one pick of whoever is not a quarterback in this draft. What should the Chargers do with that number three overall pick? Leo, what's your take? Like you said, Adam, um, they virtually have the number one pick overall. And I think it's in the best interest of the Chargers to trade down uh, the Chargers could benefit the most in getting a strong defensive lineman, but I don't see anyone that would really come in and make an immediate, like, huge impact, um, like an Adamican Sue would or something like that. Um, so even if the only the Chargers only re- acquire an additional second-round pick um, and move down to the middle of the first round, I like their odds at making a, an impact pick there and getting a second round, an extra second-round pick. Um, I think Telesco has drafted pretty well in the first three rounds of his first three years, and he's been used to picking the first in the mid round. So I don't know. I think drafting at the very top of the round would be kind of too much pressure for him. So yeah, I think they should trade down. Jordan, where should we go with the number three pick for the Chargers? Easy trade down. I'll tell you why. The Chargers sucked, right? A number three pick. It is what it is. They should trade down because next year. They're going to suck again. Next year, they trade down again, and three years from now, they're going to have a stellar team. That's how you do it. Easy math. John, you agree? Trade down? No, I, w- I would stick with the number three overall pick. Uh, you know, as as we know, uh, Philip Rivers has three to four years left, most likely. Uh, I think we need to protect him. Uh, so in that case, I think I would go with uh, Tonso. In my opinion, he's a... Uh, most uh, talented player in the draft, so I would for, uh, go with Tunsil. But if they do happen to go with Ramsey, would which that would be my second pick. I, I wouldn't mind either uh, if they get Ramsey. He's really talented as well, and he he would strengthen our secondary really good, and he'll make a a good. Uh, I can a, jump in really quickly. We had both Leo and Jordan saying trade down. What if you can't trade down? Leo, you have something to say? Well, just about um, picking Tunsil or Ramsey, I would love the Tunsil pick, but we just, uh, excuse me, the Chargers uh, just re-signed, uh, what's his name, uh, their left tackle, King Dunlap, to a long-term deal. So it just wouldn't make sense financially. They, they can't afford those two guys, or there's no reason to have two left tackles. And then the Ramsey pick, um, we already had, excuse me, the Chargers already had Eric Weddle on their team. Unless Ramsey is a lot better than Eric Weddle, we're going to have, excuse me, the Chargers are going to have, <laughs> uh, the Chargers are going to have an equally bad or good defense, whatever it was last year. Um, so it just doesn't make sense. Those two picks would be great, isolated, but for the Chargers, they're just not the best picks right now. But can you just imagine uh, Ramsey alongside with Barrett? And if Flowers picks it up, their sec- secondary is going to be almost unstoppable. Don't be, talk- don't be trying to entice me by mentioning Barrett, John. You know how much I, how I feel about him. But no, it is, we, they had Eric Weddle there back, back there last year, and he's supposed to be one of the best in the league. So how, how can it get better than that? 
Well, the problem is that even with those two elite cornerbacks, without a pass rush, those guys, however good they are, can't cover yeah. forever. Would you consider a defensive end or a defensive tackle earlier that early on in the draft? No, not not number three pick. I Definitely. No. I would. No, no, no. no, plus, I mean, a cornerback, honestly, can you name me in the last ten years a cornerback that on his rookie year made such a huge impact? Marcus I mean, Peters. I, yeah. Who? Kansas, yeah. Who is Peters who? from no. the Chiefs. He was good, but not. I mean, I think the safer bet to be an O-tackle. If only Vera would have stayed healthy, he would have been a monster, like his second year. Oh, you already know Adam's editing that out. <laughs> what? <laughs> Between no. four guys here, we can't come to an agreement as to what the Chargers should do with the number three pick. the safer bet. 100%. That's just an illustration there of the pressure that's on Tom Telesco and the Chargers this Thursday on the draft. So we'll see what to, what happens. We'll see if any trades go down before then or maybe on draft day itself. Going oh. back to, well said. Going back to the NBA. We have the Eastern Conference getting rolled over by Cleveland as they've already swept the Detroit Pistons in the first round. Is there any team in the East that can take out Cleveland before they head to the finals and take on either, presumably, either the Warriors or the Spurs? What do we think, Jordan? Uh, realistically, no, not anyway. I'm looking at the bracket right now. So Cleveland swept the Pistons. Uh, I think Celt- mm, Celtics, I think, are going to beat the Hawks. Raptors, Pacers, they suck. The Heat, I think it's going to be Heat-Cleveland final, but I just see LeBron James taking it home uh, to another final and losing to the Warriors. So, yeah. Jordan, what about the Miami Heat or the Boston Celtics? The Heat have solid guard play with Dwayne Wade and Goran Dragic still, and then they have a solid presence in the center. And then the Celtics, they've been tearing it up recently, even though Bradley got injured. They still pose a threat. You don't think either one of those could take down Cleveland in the East? No, man. I mean... I'm sure they'll give them room for their money, but I just don't see it, to be honest. I mean, Chris Watt's been hurt recently, so... Um, I mean, if he stays healthy, then, I mean, that would be an interesting matchup against him and Kevin Love, but I just see that Cleveland's taking it home, dude, honestly. I mean... So no this is LeBron's here? You think they'll uh, take it home in the East or in no, the whole... No, I, I necessarily don't like LeBron James. I don't think it's his year, but, you know, I think they'll make it to the finals. And then who'll knock him out, Warriors or Spurs? Either one of them, to be honest. They lost to the Spurs, like, what, two years ago? Yeah, and, they uh, did. And uh, so, uh, I see the Warriors winning it all, to be honest. Uh, we'll see how that goes. In Major League Baseball, over the past just six years, in the 2010s, we have had an incredible increase in the number of no-hitters that have happened and an incredible decrease in the number of home runs that have taken place compared to the early 2000s. A lot of people attribute this to the ban on steroids and the increasing restrictions and the increasing cracking down on steroid use. Could the ban on steroids be bad for baseball? Goose? For a sport that's not really a sport, um, I consider probably... <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely it is. Because, um, it, you know, the steroid use is the only thing that kept uh, baseball relevant or even interesting. Um, you know, we, we see it at... Uh, did anyone care about cycling be, before Armstrong, you know, came along? It's you know it gives it substance it, it uh, you know it entertains us um, I can't I can't sit through a four hour game you know with two hits it's um, I definitely advocate uh, for steroid use in baseball just just baseball just just hobbies <laughs> Leo what's your take on that uh, I sort of agree with Goose um, for it's it's baseball is a pretty uneventful sport in my opinion. Um, but I don't really promote, uh, condone 
the use of steroids because it's so uneventful, but more than anything, it's because a large number of players are cheating, and it kind of uh, doesn't balance out with the for, or it's not fair for the players that aren't necessarily um, using steroids. Um, so I think it's just better to just <laughs> let them all do it and have a more of an even playing field. Um, besides the list list of potential side effects that I'm looking at for uh, steroid use is shorter than a lot of uh, acne medications, and um, I think I think it's worth the risk on their bodies. Jordan, you agree? Uh, yeah. So steroid use in baseball, I could care less to be honest. Baseball is pretty boring. Uh, the only time I enjoy it's when I actually go to the stadium to watch. Uh, unfortunately, my home team sucks, so pretty unexciting. But uh, yeah, no, definitely less home runs due to more uh, restrictions on steroid use. So, I mean, you don't have the, those big names like you know Mike Piazza. Uh, Sammy Sosa, Barry Bonds, due to the, you know that same thing, you know they're cr cracking down on steroids, so less home runs. Uh, you know stories with A Rod, you know he used to be home run hitter every single day. Now not so much. I mean plus he's older, but you know he cut down on the steroids after they caught him, even though he never admitted to it. So yeah, steroids. I could care less. I could care less about baseball. See, you all happen to say that that. Baseball itself is kind of an uneventful sport and boring to watch, and the statistics agree with you. Most of the fans are in the later years of their lives, and so what is it about baseball that makes it boring? Is it just the fact that there's no big plays, as you would say, quite frequently, or how can they change the game to appeal maybe to a younger demographic? I, I don't know, man, to be honest. I think it's just the fact that... I like it. Like um, <laughs> <laughs> comment on this hobby of yours. Um... How about we just destroy the sport? I mean, <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, destroy the hobby. It's, I mean, it's getting, it's leading to fat children in America. I mean, I, I really don't see any any good side to this um, continuation. Wait, aren't uh, aren't there more overweight players in the NFL than the baseball? Let's destroy that too. <laughs> well, it, it, isn't baseball a, a lot like soccer? You 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 go watch a soccer game. No. Uh, watch some guys run around for 90 minutes, and then you get a score of 1-0. to zero. What is that? Have you not seen Barcelona? Dude, Barcelona scored 14 goals in the last two games. I don't know what planet Leo lives in. but he I mean, the Dodgers scored 14, 14 uh, runs on the Padres one time. <laughs> 25 in the series, but hey. No. I'm Padres afraid that if we continue destroying everything, we're not going to have anything to talk about on the sports podcast. Jonathan, Dude, we can talk you, about Did you have anything to say before we close out this topic? Uh yeah, steroids to make baseball more fun. But Jonathan. Oh okay. Um, yeah. well, we'll see. We'll see what happens with the MLB. See if we can. <coughs> those numbers can change, or if it really the balance steroids is going to have that big of an effect on it. Going back to soccer in La Liga, we're coming down to the final few weeks in the league, and we are questioning who's going to take the title. We have Barcelona, Real Madrid, and Atletico as the most likely candidates at the top of the chart. Jordan, who do you think is going to take it? Oh, Barcelona, one hundred percent. After they lost to Real Madrid, they definitely hit a pretty big slump. You know, losing, I think, like three out of the next four matches and barely winning one against Atletico, which didn't matter because they got kicked out of the Champions. But, you know, the last two games, like I said previously, they scored 14 goals in uh, in two games. You know, eight on the first one and six on the most recent one. So, honestly, I don't see anyone stopping them, to be honest. And I'm looking at the, uh, the teams that they have left. Uh, they're mediocre at best, so honestly, honestly, Barcelona dropping any more points from here on out. Goose? 
reality is, uh, you know, La Liga's Barca's Toulouse. Um, you know, it has been a bipolar team this season. I mean, which Barcelona is going to be Nonsense. Are, are they, is, is it going to be the, the, the Barcelona team that lost four out of the last uh, five games at the beginning of April, or is it going to be the Barcelona that, that went 30 games undefeated, you know, throughout the season? Um, I think it could go either way. I think Barca will drop some points, and Atletico is going to come out on top. Um, I actually, I, I think Atletico is going to be uh, first, Real Madrid number uh, second, and Barcelona will end up in third. Oh, <laughs> we're bringing down Barcelona all the way to third, huh? Dude, I mean, there's only three games left, unless unless they lose all three. Yeah, I, I disagree with no, that. I think Barcelona has a, does not have a hard schedule at all. And with Real Madrid and a couple of teams who are fighting for relegation, I mean, you know how you know how it goes. I mean, yeah, but Barcelona no, is but fighting he, to, to win the league, so I mean, they're just as motivated as the delegation team. So I wait, mean, let me let me finish, please. And with both <laughs> teams, Real Madrid and Atletico Madrid, fighting for the Champions League and the league to be be playing two games per week, is is I think the the league is gonna go for Barcelona. Yeah, I mean, they have Real Betis, uh, Espanyol, and Granada left. Those are the three teams that are left. And, I mean, if you look at the standings, they're they're below 500, so I don't see. Would any of you say that Real Madrid is at a disadvantage because they're also playing in the champions? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Of, course, of course. Both uh, of them are. Both of the Madrid teams are. They're both playing the champions and... I think it has a disadvantage because this is the point of the season where uh, fatigue starts kicking in. But, I mean... I, I think Madrid, Real Madrid and Atletico Madrid are both highly motivated and, um, you know, they're, they're ready for, you know, the next couple games. And, um, you, know, I, you know, I just want an eventful title race and I, I think that that's what we got because of Barcelona's mediocrity. So, you know... Mediocrity? What? Yes, yes sir. They were, they, they were mediocre this April. Oh, uh, yeah. One month. Yes. I mean, there's a reason why they're still in first place, even uh, if, even them be mediocre for a couple weeks. I mean, it doesn't matter. Well, well there's there's three games left. Uh, Who's going to take uh, La Liga Spicici this season? In my opinion, with the three goals uh, that Luis Suarez has on top of Ronaldo, it's going to be Luis Suarez. Uh, I think uh, Cristiano Ronaldo playing two games per week is going to have some p fatigue. And... Uh, yeah, I think I think uh, Luis Suarez is going to take it this game. Just a final question to wrap this up. Would you say that for Barcelona it would be a failure with that trio that they have at the front to not win either the Champions or La Liga this year? Well, I mean, they're not going to win the Champions. They're already out. But right. they still have the Copa del Rey and, uh, and uh, the Liga. So I honestly think they can win those two. To be honest, uh, I don't see why not. And when it comes to the Pichichi, I honestly see Ronaldo winning it. Like, that guy's a competitor, man, and he hates being second place too. You know, he's always second place to Messi. So one of the few times he is ahead of him, he's gonna definitely gonna try to beat his teammate in Luis Suarez. So I, I see Ronaldo taking it. To be honest. Yeah, you know what? I don't think it's a failure. Last year we took five turn, uh, five trophies, and this That's year right. we're we're still we're still in two tournaments, La Copa del Rey. And we're still on top of the league, so I think if we could win those both of those tournaments, it's still a success. That's no right. bias there, John. 
Well, well the, here, here's the thing. No, uh, I mean, winning two out of the three major tournaments, I don't, well, I don't, I don't call that a failure. Can I speak, please? Go no. for it, good. Well, both Captain Shiru and uh, Jonathan are, are speaking from a from a biased perspective. Um, as an individual, you know, I see the I see that um, you know, that it is considered a failure. There's high ex, you know expectations that 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 aren't being met. You know, by this, you know, we we can you know um, call a, a powerful trio. And um, you know, I, I I think they're gonna they're gonna fail on uh, getting their their liga. Um, I I think it, it is possible that they are gonna lose the Copa del Rey final. And um, you know, for all those you know millions that that they're you know that they're acquiring, it's it's definitely a failure. And it what millions? It's slap in the face. Okay, to but the, the question the question was, is it gonna be a failure if we no. don't take the league or yeah. the the? Look, I mean, no, no. It's not a failure. If you win two out of the three major tournaments, I don't see that as a failure. I mean, it's unfortunate you didn't win champions, which is probably the bigger of the three. Yeah, it's unfortunate, but I mean, winning two out of the three, I wouldn't call that a failure, to be honest. For yeah, anything, I think if we do Barcelona. take those, uh, both of those tournaments that remain, uh, I think it's still going to be a successful uh, year uh, for Barcelona. I mean, yes, please leave uh, your biased comments. At, no, at how am I being biased? I mean, Dude, if Real Madrid won La Liga and Copa del Rey, would you call that a, a failure of a season? No. That'd be a successful season. All right, we're going to close off that topic. We have an exciting time for soccer right now as we're closing off the Champions League and La Liga. We'll see what turn, how everything turns out. And with that, we're going to close off the first episode of Five Take Sports Podcast. Thank you for listening. As we close out, what do you look forward to this week in sports, Leo? Oh, man, I'm so excited about the NFL draft. Um, if it wasn't clear already in my team, then the Chargers are going to be picking number one overall, as I like to think about it. But hopefully they'll be trading down. Um, anyways, I'm just excited to see every team, who they pick. And, yeah, I'm excited about the first step towards the next NFL season. Jordan? Uh, the only reason I'm going to watch the draft is because Adam and I have a bet. Uh, I say that the Eagles aren't going to pick a quarterback at the number two seed uh, spot. Uh, Adam thinks he does, so it's 20 bucks on the line. So that's the only reason I'm looking forward to the draft, to be honest. Easy money. And this is all allegedly, right, Jordan? Allegedly we have a bet. Allegedly we are gambling. No, no, we for sure have it, dude. I have it, <laughs> I have it written down the text, screenshotted and everything. John, what are you looking forward to this week? Well, you know what, guys? There's so many things going on in sports right now. You know, the draft is coming up this Thursday. Uh, we have soccer as well for the weekend. A lot of, uh, especially the league, uh, being so with so many teams so close. But it's, for me, especially in two more weeks, it's going to be the Canelo against Khan fight, which I'm really what? excited for that. But oh, yeah. Not for, no. next, not, not for next week, guys. Lots of exciting stuff. And to close it off, Goose, what are you looking forward to? He's looking forward to the Real Madrid game. You, do you have to ask? Of course. The top four teams of the, of the, of the world facing off in the Champions League semifinals, it's, it's a moment to share it. And um, I'm, I'm very excited. I'm looking forward to, uh, again, picks uh, Bayern Munich and Real Madrid final. Um, I'm also very excited about Leicester City potentially becoming champions this Sunday at um, Old Trafford. That definitely will be a treat. Um, I think they will pull it off and they will become Premier League champions this 
this Sunday. So it's definitely something to look forward to. Very excited to see the, the NFL draft as well. Um, thanks for having us. So pretty exciting stuff there. Who saw that Leicester City thing coming up? We want to thank you very much for listening, and we encourage you to subscribe to our podcast and continue listening to us. We're going to take a six-day and 23-hour break, and we'll be back next week with our next episode.